Welcome to Rama for Today. I was holding a meeting, and some of his folks, now this wasn't his home church, some of his folks came here to this church. He's some 35 miles away in another little town, in bed. The pastor and I went down there and prayed for him. Well, I should have said that we went down there and went through the motions. Uh, you, you couldn't get through to the fella. I understand why Jesus sometimes put people out of the room when he ministered to folks. Remember him doing that? You see, they were so surrounding this fella. He's sick. He's there in bed. And, and they're all surrounding him so much just with human sympathy. Till you can't get through. I tried to talk a little bit and we said a prayer and left. I, I knew God in that atmosphere couldn't do anything. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Remind you almost of some opponents to divine healing today. Human nature hadn't changed, has it? Are you listening? Religious people are uh, really the hardest people in the world to get along with. I didn't say Christian people, I said religious people. They get all tied up with religion, principles, and so many people who claim to be Christians are really not Christians at all, they're just religious. I, I don't believe in religion. Somebody said Christianity is a religion. No, Christianity is not a religion. Jesus didn't say, I am come that they might have religion. He said, I am come that they might have life. Christianity is life. Amen. Glory to God. Can you say amen? amen? Many people would like to put Christianity down on the level of other religions and say, well, it's just another religion. No, it isn't. It's not, 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 not a religion at all. It has nothing to do with religion. Now, these people here were very religious people. These Pharisees, they were actually the very strictest sect of the Jewish religion. I mean, they lived the strictest of anybody. Yet they sought means of how they might destroy Jesus because they thought he's violating our religious principles. You know, the, the Sabbath day. Well, now, this miracle here, the man with the withered hand, was a repetition in Galilee of the bold lesson about healing on the Sabbath. You notice several times here we read here about Jesus healing on the Sabbath. And uh, they got all disturbed about it. You remember we studied last about the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. And Jesus said to him, pick up your bed and walk. And so he took up his bed and went home and these religious people saw him carrying his bed on the Sabbath. You're not supposed to work on the Sabbath, you know. And so they've got a great uh, something to say about that. Well, here, these people ask Jesus, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? You see, they're thinking about anything in connection with the body is not spiritual, but what Jesus is trying to show them is that it is spiritual. And so both of these incidents, the healing of the lame man at Bethesda on the Sabbath day, the healing of this man with the withered hand on the Sabbath day, emphasize 
the same great principle respecting the freedom of the Sabbath. It emphasizes the sanctity of the body. And it emphasized the sacredness of its cure. Praise God. They both also teach the same great lesson about the necessity of active and aggressive faith in order to receive Christ's healing power. Now this man was impotent. The other man, the lame man, of course, couldn't walk. You see, he was impotent evidently in his feet. This man, impotent in one hand, it was withered away. He had no power in himself to lift that hand. But he must lift it because Jesus said to him, stretch forth your hand. Stretch forth your hand. When he put forth an effort, I want you to see something about faith here. When he put forth an effort of will, when he put forth an act, faith is an act, when he put forth an act of faith, not an attempt, but in good faith, really expecting what Jesus had said, thank God it was done. The divine ability, the divine power of God moved to meet that obedient act. Now, why would you have thought if this fellow had said it, he could have said it when Jesus said, stretch forth thine hand. He wasn't healed when Jesus said, stretch forth thine hand. He wasn't any better. The lame man there at the pool of Bethesda. When Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk, he wasn't healed when he said do that. Are you following me? He wasn't well. He was still just as important as he ever was. He's lying there helpless. Well, what if when Jesus said to that man, rise, take up your bed and walk, he said, well, can't you see? I mean, I'm, I'm bed fast. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. I remember going in praying for a fellow one time. Actually, now, he was a full gospel person, saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, believed divine healing. I was holding a meeting, and some of his folks, now, this wasn't his home church. Some of his folks came here to this church. He's some 35 miles away in another little town, in bed. The pastor and I went down there and prayed for him. Well, I should have said that we went down there and went through the motions. Uh, you, you couldn't get through to the fella. I understand why Jesus sometimes put people out of the room when he ministered to folks. Remember him doing that? You see, they were so surrounding this fella. He's sick. He's there in bed. And, and they're all surrounding him so much just with human sympathy. Till you can't get through. I tried to talk a little bit and we said a prayer and left. I, I knew God in that atmosphere couldn't do anything. So they phoned us a couple of three days later and said he just took a turn for the worse, you know, and I mean, just looked like he's going to die. Would y'all come back and pray? Well, this pastor said, I don't know. I'll ask Brother Hagin. I don't know whether he'd be willing to or not. I'll ask him. So he asked me, you know, held his hand over the mouthpiece or else he called to me and I came to where he was and because they called him at home, you know, in the parsonage. And I said, well, I'll go, all right, if you think we should, but I'll tell you this one thing about the matter. If this atmosphere is like it was the last time, I'm going to put everybody out of the room. God can't move in that kind of an atmosphere. 
because it's not an atmosphere of faith. And so he said, well, I agree with you. I just agree with you. I, that's, that's fine with me. I mean, they weren't members of his church. Like I said, some were kin to folks in his church, but they were not members of his church. But he said, I agree with you. You're right. I said, well, on that condition now, if I've got the freedom just to do whatever I feel led to God to do. And so he just said, well, Brother Hagin, come if you just grant him the freedom to pray or do whatever God tells him. Well, now people get desperate. They're willing to do anything. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, come on. So we drove down there. That's 35 miles, 35 miles there, 35 miles back. Having two services a day, went down in the afternoon. And uh, so as I began to talk, though, I, I could see that the, uh, the, the condition and the thinking of, of the people around him, his kinfolks, had changed. Because now, you know, he looked like he might die, and they're getting desperate, you know. I mean, they're willing to do anything. I mean, if you said to them, go out in the backyard and climb up in a tree and hang by your heels, well, they'd have tried to have done it, <laughs> you see. And so I did not have to put them out of the room. And so we began to pray. And we laid hands on the man. And uh, he began to praise God for his healing. He began to say, I'm healed. Praise God, I'm healed. I said to him, well, I'll tell you what, make me believe you're healed. I knew spiritually he was healed, you see. But I want to get some action. I said, get up. Just get out of bed. Well, one of his near kinsmen, you know, they, they jumped there for a minute. Oh, why, why, he's nearly dead. He, 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 he. I said, just hush. <laughs> just move on back out of the way. Are you healed? Yeah, I'm healed. I said, act like you are. Get up and walk. Well, he got up. I'll tell you, I, he staggered around, you know, and some of the kinfolks run. I said, leave him alone. Just leave him alone. Leave him alone. Let him do it. Shoot him off of him. They, they would have cost him his life. Good, spirit-filled kinfolks. <laughs> they would have cost him his life if he'd let it. So he walked around the bedroom a little bit, praising God, walked out in the hall, walked into the living room, just a wobbling around. I told him, lift your hands and praise God, not because you're going to be healed. You are. It's yours. Faith is bold. Faith takes. Faith reaches out after it. And he walked in the living room, back in the hall, back in that bedroom, I could tell, he looked at that bed so longingly. I mean, you could see that longing looking. Oh, he wanted to lie down so bad, you know. It almost would make you feel sorry for him from the natural standpoint. I said, no, you don't. No, you don't. Don't you look at that bed. Just keep a walk. And just a staggering around, you know, like he's going to fall like a drunk man. Nobody to help him. I said, just keep your hands up, praising God. He walked around the room, through the hall, back into the living room. And then the strength of God came on him. Glory to God, the manifestation came. And, and he's all right. He's over in the services then with us. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, now, what if I, when I told him, knowing that it's the right time, you see, now you can just tell somebody when your own human thinking, you know, and maybe it's right to get up and that won't work. Now, I don't mean the Lord told me to tell him to get up. Don't misunderstand me. I've had the Lord to tell me to tell people. The Lord didn't tell me to tell him to get up. I just knew. You see, you just know some things. I mean, the Lord didn't tell me where the door is here. I just know where it is. I just go out there. I don't have to have him to tell me where it is. 
The Lord didn't tell me where the aisle is here. I just can see where it is. I know where it is, you see. And I know when it's time for me to leave. I don't have to have him to tell me. Some things the Lord may tell you, and then again, you don't have to have him tell you. You just know something because you've been there before. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Discovering Jesus. Also in this package is the CD from Lynette Hagan, entitled Defeating Satan's Strategies Through Prayer. Last but not least is the book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ. You can get all of this for the price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, honey, we are a spring enrollments coming really oh, yeah, soon. Yeah. Yes, coming for right Rainbow away. Bible Training College. Yeah. And so we're now enrolling for that. You can apply online today at rbtc.org. Yep, just and go that, there right now and, and, and do it. Yes, right we enroll in January. My goodness. We this, start in January. Yes. We enroll now. For yeah, we spring. enroll we now. We call it the spring enrollment. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Miracles of Healing, Volume 1. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.